0: hello and thank you for listening to another episode of a light podcast if you're new here if this is your first ever episode my name is Raquel and I'm the host you can follow me on instagram at a light podcast you can also send me an email a at yahoo.com dear heavenly father thank you thank you so much for everything Less of me and more of you on this podcast is what I pray. I pray that you just completely take over my tongue and only allow me to say things that glorify you. Lord, this world needs help. Everybody in this world needs help. And we know that you said that you have overcome the world so we don't have to worry. You tell us do not worry. God, thank you for being so faithful and true to us through these crazy, crazy times that the Bible has already recorded and told us and forewarned us about, but now they are happening and a lot of people who are not in your your word, they don't understand, but I pray that they see lights in each and every one of your children and follow the light which leads to you. You get all the glory and all the praise, God. I just love you so much. Thank you, God, for Jesus Christ dying for our sins and just making a way for us. Thank you, God, for Jesus leaving the 99 and going after the one that got away. All of us have been that one that got away in some type of situation. But God loves us so much that he will leave the group, the crowd to come after us. And I'm so thankful to be in a position that God comes after me and he loves me so much to keep him to keep me close to him so thank you Jesus um may your word encourage each and every listener of the podcast and may this podcast episode ultimately lead everyone to get into the bible and study the bible and pray first and foremost have an open communication with you God in Jesus name I pray amen so I'm so blessed to be able to do this podcast episode tonight I have not been the most consistent person um, on YouTube my YouTube channel is at naturally briquel. I haven't been consistent on my podcast at all and I just need to do better. But you know what? The Lord is still working on me and I'm not going to make any excuses. I'm going to do better because I have the strength of Christ in me and I can do all things through him. So let's just have some conversation. I got out of... I'm not even going to say out of character, but I stepped outside of God's obedience, of being obedient to Christ, being obedient to God a couple of days ago. And it has been really, really, really heavy on my mind because, you know, and I I went to the Lord and I repented. I asked him to forgive me and I know that he has because that is how faithful he is and how true he is. Um, However, me personally, I've been trying so hard to stay on track with my word, you know, sharing the scriptures of the Lord through all of my social media platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and, you know, even like my group chat messages with my friends and family sharing prayer sharing scripture but it's like a couple of days ago I just I just backslid and not to even going into details but I am going to be transparent I just you know I said a few things that I shouldn't have said that are not Christ-like and I felt like I was provoked I was provoked, and I'm not going to use that as an excuse. However, sometimes we invite certain situations into our peace. These things happen, and God shows us, and he warns us beforehand, you know, look, maybe you don't need to do this right now, or maybe you need to, you know. He gives us, the Holy Spirit guides us and gives us um, knowledge and warning before disaster so although this was just like a you know a verbal situation it wasn't you know any violence or anything physical it was just a verbal situation that had gotten out of hand and on my part I said some things that I know God was in the corner looking and not approving of the things that were coming out of my mouth a follower of Jesus Christ and as I said I went to him I repented and all of that and I know that he is faithful and he forgave me I just wanted to come on here and talk to you guys about it because I know all of my social media like I said um it's filled with scriptures glorifying the Lord however I Backslide and I do things sometimes in my life that I know God does not approve of. In the moment when I'm doing it, I'm acting off of emotions and feelings or saying certain things mostly saying certain things, acting off of emotion and feeling, feelings based on how a person treated me. However, that is no excuse because the Lord tells us in His Word to be gentle, to be kind, to be patient, to be loving. And the world will try to step in, the devil, Satan, okay? This is a spiritual batter, battle. will try to step in and try to just throw that completely away. And it's just so amazing how good God is because it still ends up being for the glory of him. Because at the end of the day, me as a child of God... I go to him and I pray and I ask him to forgive me. So he ends up getting the glory because he is where my strength comes from. My health, my everything comes from. So I have to report back to him and say, God, look, you know, that was messed up. I was wrong there. God, please forgive me. So that's a blessing. That's a blessing. But I said all that to say that life over here on my side is not always perfect. As a matter of fact, these past couple of months and not even just couple of months even a little bit more than that have been tough for me um not only this pandemic or whatever everybody is calling it but just even like personal individual situations that have been happening in my life um I could have broke down and many times I did break down and I'm so blessed to know the Lord because I break down and I go to Him and I cry out and I don't hurt myself or harm myself because I have a loving Father who cares about me and I can go to Him and He can, you know, He can help me in all the ways that I need to be helped. But it has been rough with decision making and pressure from just different people, outside people. And it's just been a lot going on. I don't discuss these things because, you know, I want people to understand the glory of the Lord. I want people to be joyful. And I don't ever want anybody to feel bad for me because, look, there are people going through things that are worse than the situations that I may be going through. And maybe in someone else's eyes, my situation may not be that bad and i don't want to you know their situation may be a little bit worse and then they feel bad about their i don't want that I, i want everyone to have joy joy comes from the lord but i've been learning that being transparent with people and letting them you know not everyone using discernment because you don't have to go spilling business to everybody no you don't have to do that use wisdom God, you know, everybody is not going to be for you. And God will show us those who are not and who are. So, um, but, you know, there's it's just been a lot going on. And transparency really brings people together because in a lot of ways, we are all alike. We all face trials. We all go through different things. Um, who we go to for those situations is what is different some people go to drugs some people go to alcohol some people go to different things that will harm them in return temporary relief uh, not even but will harm them in return and children of god go to him go to the lord jesus christ our savior to be replenished to be restored and to be helped and I always want people to understand that going to the Lord is always, always the correct way to go. Okay. So, Malachi 3 and 6 tells us that the Lord never changes. And that's not the only scripture that God tells us that he doesn't change. People change, situations change, circumstances change. Look, this whole pandemic thing happened. And just in a blink of an eye, people were out of their jobs. People were getting evicted. People were getting sick. People were dying. People were losing family members. Just in a blink of an eye, situations change. Jobs are not um, promising, but the Lord is promising and his word is promising. His word is rich. It is good. It is true. And if we just hold on and cling to him, we will be okay. Will life be 100%? excellent every single day or just, you know, um, just great every single day. No. There are going to be trials, but God tells us that he has overcome the world. So we don't have to worry about it. Just trust in him. And that's what I've been leaning on. I've been leaning on trusting God, praying, having communication with him, talking to him, And understanding that the prayers do not have to be all proper words and all of that stuff. Talk to God because he already knows what type of person, what type of people, excuse me, we are individually because he created us. So he knows our hearts. So when we go to him, we have to be transparent and just, you know, let him know what's going on because he already knows. And the Holy Spirit is just amazing as a guide, um, even when we don't know the words, the word tells us that the Holy Spirit will come in for us and he, um, you know, it's just, God is just so real and so good. So yes, um, when I felt that way, you know, when the whole situation happened a couple of days ago and I got out of line, um, I kind of just felt like who am I to be telling people about holy, pure God? Who am I when I just said some of the things that I said? Who am I to be teaching or trying to tell people to, you know, about God? But then I had to check myself and say, a saint is just a sinner, okay? Yeah, I said things that I wasn't supposed to say. Yeah, I got into a situation that I could have reacted differently, um, but I did not. However, I'm still a child of God, and God still loves me. And at the end of the day, He still got the glory because guess who I went to to apologize and ask for forgiveness? I went to Him. So trust the Lord. And I am subscribed to Dr. Charles Stanley, In Touch Ministries. Um, I'm subscribed to the YouTube channel. I listen to the podcast. Dr. Charles Stanley has been such an amazing man of God, okay, for me. I mean, for hundreds and thousands and probably millions of other people, I'm sure. But me personally speaking, Dr. Charles Stanley of InTouch Ministries has been a blessing sent from the Lord right to my ears, right to my sight to hear uh, good, godly, wholesome, Jesus-centered messages. And through the mail today... I received a letter, and I want to read it with you all. It is from In Touch Ministries, and um, it's long, but I'm going to read it, and I hope that you all stay tuned to listen because it is a very good word, and most importantly, it talks about our Lord and Savior. So... It says, Dear Ms. Jones, we naturally want people to be attracted to Christianity by our witness and good example. But we have to face the fact this world is under the influence of Satan and his influence is powerful. Many people are hostile, hostile toward Christ. Instead of being admired, we may be treated unjustly or even persecuted for our faith." this is nothing unusual it has happened to believers believers for centuries even people even oh my goodness even today many christians around the world face severe persecution we need to learn how god wants us to respond in case we too face hostility for our faith at some point in our lives jesus said something about this issue that might seem contradictory blessed are you When people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me, rejoice and be glad for your reward in heaven is great. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Matthew 5 verses 11 through 12. It's difficult to comprehend how suffering for Christ could be a blessed condition unless we recognize that earthly life is like a puff of smoke compared to the blessings of our eternal home. When Peter wrote his first letter, he addressed the believers as aliens or sojourners. And that's exactly what we are in this world. Yet sometimes we become too attached to this present life and think little about our eternal future persecution has a way of weaning us from early riches pleasures and concerns it causes us to set our hope completely on the grace we'll receive when Jesus is revealed 1 first Peter first, well, first Peter chapter 1 um, verse 13 Peter's letter included instructions to believers who who were trying to live obediently and righteously under very difficult circumstances. They were dealing with slander, social ostracism, injustice, and persecution simply because they were Christians. So Peter reassured them saying, But even if you should suffer for the sake of righteousness, you are blessed. 1 Peter chapter 3 and 14. Then he gave them four commands. Here's the first command. First, do not fear their intimidation and do not be troubled, 1 Peter 3 and 14. In order to remain fearless and undisturbed by the attacks of people offended by Christianity, we need a biblical pers- perspective of God's care for us and sovereignty over our lives. Just a few verses earlier, we are reminded that the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his fear. Ears attend to their prayers, but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Verse 12. Ultimately, our persecutors will fail. Even if the Lord allows them to kill our bodies, they cannot destroy our souls because we belong to Christ. Matthew 10 and 28. And when we do what's right, but suffer as a result, God's grace encompasses us and strengthens us to patiently endure. 1 Peter 2 and 20. Second, sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts. 1 Peter 3 and 15. Responding to hostility in a godly manner requires devotion to Christ above all else and submission to his sovereignty over our lives. Even when his his will for us permits mistreatment, insults, or persecution, the Christian life is a journey to eternal glory. But the path includes temporal, temporal suffering. However, when we finally arrive in heaven, we'll discover that our momentary suffering has produced for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. Second Corinthians 14 and seven. Third, always be ready to make a defense to everyone who asks you to give an account for the hope that is in you. Yet with the gentleness and reverence. First Peter 3 and 15, keeping our eternal hope and living righteously while suffering injustice and hostility may open a door for us to share the gospel with other persecutors. We should always be ready to explain to them why we trust the Lord. Although we must be bold with the truth of the gospel, our attitude toward those who hurt us should be gentle and respectful. I want to stop right here for a minute. This was really for me because the situation that I was in, you know, um, hurtful things were being said that hurt my feelings. And instead of my attitude being gentle and respectful towards them, I just went head to head with that person and I said some things back. So, you know, so this was a great reminder for me. Just still be gentle and respectful, you know. Because Jesus did it. Jesus did it. So I can do it too. Fourth, keep a good conscience so that in the thing in which you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior behavior, in Christ will be put to shame. First Peter 3 and 16. Although we may be tempted to compromise, In order to avoid persecution or repay evil with evil to those who hurt us, this only leads us into sin and ruins our witness. All vengeance should be left to God, who alone knows every detail and judges rightly. The only way we overcome evil is with good. Romans 12, 17-21 The ultimate example for us to follow in times of persecution is the Lord Jesus Christ who suffered more injustice than anyone. While being reviled, he did not revile in return. Amen. While suffering, he uttered no threats, but kept entrusting himself to him who judges righteously. First Peter 2 and 23. Whether we face severe or relatively mild persecution for our faith, it is exactly what Jesus predicted. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. John 15 and 20. But God's grace is always abundant in those times and eventually all our suffering will end when we finish the course. Having fought the good fight and kept the faith, 2 Timothy 4, uh, verses 7 through 8. Then all that's left is rejoicing because of our great reward in heaven. Ending, it says, P.S. If the thought of persecution makes you afraid, remember God doesn't want you to worry beforehand. You might not feel his grace to endure right now but it will be there the moment you need it. Trust him because he will never leave or forsake you. Okay, that's it. Let me tell you something. This message is amazing. And had I checked my mailbox probably a couple of days before, this probably, because I take a while to check my mailbox. I need to do it every day, but I literally do it every three days. Just a little side note. But um, I have a feeling that this may have been in there during the time that I was going through what I was going through as I mentioned. And had I picked opened my mailbox and picked this letter up and read it sooner, that whole situation probably would have been avoided. However, God still gets the glory and this is why he's so amazing because maybe that needed to happen so that I could share an example with you all why you should just keep trusting in the Lord and do as his word says. Just remain humble, remain respectful. Even when people come against you and say things against you and, you know, try to hurt your feelings or slander you because Jesus did it. Jesus remained himself and he still trusted the Lord when he was persecuted. And he told us, if they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. But God's grace is always abundant in those times. And eventually all our suffering will end when we finish the course, having fought the good fight and keep the faith. So. Keep the faith, fight the good fight. Your reward is in heaven. Pray for those who use you and who hurt you and who slander you for they know not what they do. Just pray for them. It may seem impossible. It may, you know, seem so much easier and so much better and so much fulfilling. Flesh wise to go back and forth with them and have the last word or the nastiest word, the meanest word. But in the end, it just makes you feel horrible and it makes you feel bad about saying the thing that you said, you know, when we could have just acted as Jesus did during his many, many persecutions. So I pray that um, this podcast really opened up your heart and your mind and just ultimately makes you want to pray to the lord and just continue your relationship with him because a relationship with jesus is the only relationship that is going to last and as this letter says sometimes we get so caught up in this present life that we forget that as children of god if as children of jesus christ we have so much more in store for us if we could just get over this part enjoy it while it's here you know Share the word of God. But just understand that this is not it for God's children. So have a great night. Um, Keep trusting the Lord. And until the next episode, I'll talk to you later. Shalom.